So here is the question that keeps all the MLMers up at night. How do you grow your downline without spending tons of time prospecting and attending all the home meetings and hotel meetings? How to recruit ambitious people without bugging your families and friends? In this podcast, we will dive into these questions to find out the real solution to make your MLM business successful in the 21st century. My name is Jolly Kelm. Welcome to MLM Movement Radio. So what's up everyone? So today we have a super, super cool speaker, Richard Masoru from Network Marketing MLM Truth. So how's it going, Richard? How are you? Going very well, thank you. Yes, yeah, a pleasure to be here and I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, and I'm so thankful that you're here. So just to let you know that who this awesome guy is that we're talking to, he is the host of one of the fastest growing MLM podcasts out there called Network Marketing and MLM Truth with over 250,000 podcast downloads and with his YouTube channel getting attention from eyeballs from over 2.5, million minutes and someone who's created his own training and made seven figures from marketers applying his training. Amazing, right? So Richard, before we start on our today's topic, um, would you like to introduce yourself, your family and give us a little story of how you went from having 328 people saying no to you and, and turn that around and, and now sponsoring 700 people in a row now. So yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, that's the number one question I get asked, like 328 no's to over 700 yeses, kind of like, what does it take to do that? So that that's why I got into training. Um, I never really thought about providing training for our industry. Just all of a sudden I'm getting results and people take notice. It was a natural progression. But to, to kind of go back to the, the story, um, you know, I, I came from a, a business background. Um, I was in a single parent family with my mom. We never had any money. I was always a poor kid. I was always the kid with the meal coupons. There was, there was nobody else like that in high school. I just, I felt like when I get to be an adult, we're never going to have difficulty for money. And when I become a father, I'm going to be there for my child because I didn't see my dad for 17 years. Um, it was just me and my mother. So I had these two strong values that money is not going to be an issue and time is not going to be an issue when I'm, when I'm older. So I started a health and fitness business. I used to be fat when I was a kid and I got in good shape. People were like, oh, can you teach me how to do that? And I found I really like helping people and playing a part in that. Um, so I turned it into a career. But then I'm, I'm like a pretty trusting guy. So for me, the way I was brought up is if you look someone in the eye, you shake their hand or you give them your word, that, that's as good, as, if not better than any contract. Mm-hmm. So I'd, I'd done this with some um, business partners and um, then they kind of, took my money, my business and ran. So I was like, okay, now I've, I'm at this point in my life. I was 29 years old. I've been working really hard on this plan that I, you know, to have the time to have the money and it all went away. I ended up 50,000 pounds in debt, driving my car back to the dealership. We nearly lost our home. So I'm like, man, this is, I'm not the smartest guy, but I'm not the dumbest guy. How the heck did this happen? I've, I've got to dig my way out this situation. My wife's pregnant. I'm about to do the biggest thing I ever want to do in my life, which is be a father. So I, I found network marketing. And um, I thought, well, this is it. You know, we all do the same thing, right? You see the presentation, the yeah. circles. 
Yeah, this is great. I'm just going to get three who get three who get. And by the end of this year, I'll be on the beach. I'll be making millions of piece of cake. So then I made my list like I was told to. I had my little planner. I wrote everything down, every single decision. I did 328 presentations and every single one was a no. And that hurts, right? You know, when you first come into the industry, there's certain people who I would have said yes to simply because of who they were. If I can support you, of course, yeah, sure. If I can afford it, I'll do it because it's you. And I realized that the kind of relationships and person I thought I was, I hadn't really built that. So it was a very painful kind of like fork in the road where you say, okay, do I kind of give up or do I continue? And there was a turning point when my grandfather died. He was like my father figure to me. So it was like losing my grandfather and my father in, in, at the same time. It was very, very painful. I was very bitter. There's, there's no good way to die, but he didn't die in a good way. So I did a presentation the day that he died. So I'd, I'd just been by his bedside. He died. But because I was in such a desperate situation trying to make this network marketing thing work, I felt such immense pressure that I put on myself to provide for my, my daughter was coming at one year old by this time. It took me about a year to get all those no's. And then my, you know, I'm looking at my wife, I'm looking at my daughter, and I have this presentation in the diary. And you know what they always say at the events, right? And in all the training, this could be the one, this could be the, the ace in the pack. So I'm like, how do I not turn up for this appointment? I've got to go. I really don't feel like this. I just lost one of the most important people in my life, but I, I guess I've got to do this, right? I'm the one that got us in this debt. I've got to get us out of it. So I turn up to the appointment and we've all had this happen within five or 10 minutes. I could tell the lady was just being polite. Her name was Katie. She's just being polite. And I can remember the look on her face when I started to play the video and the presentation and I could see a kind of thing. Oh, how do I get out of this? So we sat there. We sat there for another 20, 30 minutes. It took me 30 minutes there and back driving. And I came out of that appointment and I just thought this, something's got to change. I can't come. This isn't the way to build a business. If I was a doctor, I wouldn't be driving around people's houses trying to convince, not, not telling them I was a doctor and then trying to convince them into an appointment. If I was a, a divorce lawyer, I wouldn't ring all my friends up saying, hey, how's your marriage? You know, it, it's just, if you saw a dentist in a shopping center dragging his chair around with him saying, do you want me to take a tooth out for you? You'd be like, no, I'm good. But this is how we think that network marketing is supposed to work. So that opened my eyes up to looking for new solutions, looking for new ideas. I wanted to find people that had built from scratch, that didn't have special backgrounds because I didn't, that didn't have a huge budget because I didn't. How could I make this work? And that led me on a path to starting to follow certain people, buying courses. I began to look instead of how much is it going to cost? I started to look at how much will it cost if I don't do it, invested in myself. And, um, and from there, I ended up becoming the fifth best recruiter in that company then the third best then the number one international income earner, sponsored over 700 people now. Um, and like you said, my training is responsible for over $1.5 million in sales and other network marketers' businesses because people said, well, how did you turn it around? So that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Just continue to scale my business now, reach as many people as I can, and I'm very grateful to be in the kind of position um, where we can do what we want, go where we want. We travel a lot. My daughter and my wife and I, we don't want for anything anymore, and I'm, and I'm very proud and grateful for that. Wow, that that's amazing. That's um, that's actually very inspirational. Um, so with that turning moment, I guess with, with that, with all those no's and and then having that turning point, what what made you realize that you actually have to take your business online and 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 leverage the social media? Mm, great question. So I was um, I was at a point where I was working around about eighty hours a week to try and recoup that debt. 
in various different roles and, you know, just trying anything. I was desperate. You know, you're not supposed to need it. I definitely needed the money. So back then I was like, man, just if there's a job, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm a doer, right? Let me, let me just get in there. And then I thought, well, man, if I'm working 80 hours a week, you know, you know what the companies and the uplines are saying, make more phone calls, go over your list again. Just, you've got to want it more. And I, and I said, and most of the time I just kind of swallowed that. And I was like, okay, okay. I, I guess I got to want it more. And then I turned around when I was doing that presentation and I was like, my grandfather just died. I got 50 grand worth of debt and I'm here on an appointment. I, I couldn't want it anymore. Do you know what I mean? I like, it isn't a lack of effort. Those 328 no's didn't drop into my lap. I'm taking the action that you're telling me. I don't know anybody that wants it more than me and is more desperate for this to win. So when you keep telling me that I just got to want it more and just do the things that you're doing, that's not right. I, you know, I'm not saying I'm special, but my circumstance is different. And I started to look around and I was like, okay, let me look at the income disclosure statements in the companies. So I started to, you know, every network marketing company has to publish an income disclosure statement. And I started looking at my company, everybody else's companies. And I was looking and I was like, there's 95% thereabouts, between 90 and a good day, 90%, typically 95% of every single rep in every single network marketing company that is making less than their monthly auto ship. So what you're telling people to do nine and a half times out of 10 is failing for everybody. And you can't tell me that nine, time, you know, nine times out of 10, they are just lazy people that aren't taking action. There's some in there, of course there are. Lazy people, quitters, you know, everywhere you go, there you are, they quit everything. But I reckon there's a large percentage of me and other people like me who are, are trying their best and I'm saying to them, but aren't getting the results. So surely there must be something different. And like, no, that stuff doesn't work, don't do it. But I'm like, I'm working 80 hours a week. I can't call people up at one in the morning when I get back and say, hey, I got a surprise for you. Come meet me at a coffee shop. That's not going to work. I'm too exhausted to do, it, to do meetings and things like that. Surely there's a way I can reach more people on my own pockets of time and in a way where these people are actually have some level of interest. Because it doesn't feel good turning up to somebody's home, leveraging that relationship you've built. They think it's you're going to tell them some news. And when you get there, you drop a business presentation on them. Even worse, if you've got an upline with you to pressure them. I mean, it just didn't feel good. So I started to look for other people outside of my company who'd found success and were doing it in, in a way that a professional business owner would build any other type of business. And that's what I began to model my, my actions. I was like, okay, I reckon that network marketing business is the same as any other business. So I reckon I can apply these professional online methods that are working everywhere else to this business model. And that was the turning point. Wow. That's, that's so cool. That's um, definitely sounds like a lot of people actually um, had that failure just to get to mm. the point where they turn around and look around and be like, Hey, there's actually better tools out there to do stuff like that. Mm. So I wanted so to think for myself for a change. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to, I'm always open to take instruction, especially after that failing business. That was a harsh lesson. So I'm always open-minded, but at the end of the day, there's millions of years of evolution inside of us. And if something's telling you that this is not quite right, you should ask a question. You should speak up. I always go with my that's that's cool that's great yeah i i completely can resonate with that so to begin our little challenge for you today um so imagine if you had to start your mlm business from the ground up and and get it up and running for in 30 days um how would you actually structure your first 30 days 
Sure. So have I got like any kind of budget or have I got, am I just like no money, no nothing? What are like, so, so this is, this is going to be start from scratch. Let's say you've got a hundred dollars in your pocket and obviously you've got your MLM business, um, up and, and you've signed up and, and, and sure. there you go. Um, what would, what would you do? That, easy. De definitely. I would, the first thing I'd do is I'd take that hundred dollars and I'd go and get a tool that allows me to build a sales funnel because when people try and build this completely free, imagine for a second, if you just qualified as a plumber, like guess that's the equivalent of signing up. So if we sign up to network marketing, we have a product, we have the ability to take money. We have all this infrastructure. So let's imagine you're a plumber and you've got your plumbing qualification, the ability to build that plumbing business. Imagine if you turned up to somebody's home and you were giving a quotation for a job, and they said, oh, we want an entire heating system. It's a big job for you. It's going to be a lot of potential money. And you say, oh, well, I'd love to do the job, but um, do you have your own tools? Do you have the heating system? Do you have the pipe work? Do you have the spanner, the screwdriver, all the rest of it? They're going to go, well, no, you're supposed to bring the tools with you. And this is the same thing that happens in network marketing. Because network marketers don't have the tools, they're continually missing out on earning the money. They're leaving money on the table. So the first thing that I would do is I would every trade, every profession has its tools that make your life so much easier and, and allow you to capitalize on the opportunity. One of my favorite quotes is luck is when preparation meets opportunity. And most network marketers aren't preparing to succeed. So the opportunity comes, they don't even recognize it. So I would go and grab a tool um, that allows me to build a sales funnel, which I use already. And then what I would do is I would, I would build a sales funnel that specifically targets a specific group of people with a specific benefit, uh, with a very specific outcome and reason. Because no one's really interested in what network marketing and the product is. They're interested in what it does. And this is the mistake that I made. I'd go into presentations and I'd talk to people about, you know, our vitamin is the best. You know, our berry is the purest. Our travel product is the cheapest because I tried multiple different methods and multiple different companies. You know, everybody is saying that. If you go onto Facebook for even 30 minutes and scroll through your timeline, what is everybody saying? Our berry is the best. Our travel is the cheapest. So no one listens to that. What you've got to do is you've got to pick a, a group of people who you can resonate with so you can speak their language straight away. So I'd probably go for fathers who were wanting to, to replace their job income so they could spend more time with their children. So I'd go for that group of people and I'd come at the angle with my salesman of saying, Hey, would you like to earn uh, more than a part-time income on less than part-time hours, leveraging a business model you've probably never considered without needing experience? Something like that off the top of my head. So those people, and at the top of the page, it would say specifically for fathers, you know, wanting to spend more time with their children. So I would do something like that, or I'd use myself, how our father is able to replace his job income starting from scratch with only $100 in his pocket. And now look at all these memories he's able to create. So I'd speak to that audience because most people think they need huge results to be able to get someone to say yes. And what really what you need is you just need to have the next step that they want, a solution for a problem they've got, and specificity. So I would make sure that I stood out from everybody else. I wouldn't say my berry's the best, my travel's the cheapest, I can make you a million dollars overnight. I wouldn't do any of that. I'd specifically speak to that group with that benefit, and I'd have a simple funnel, which was opt-in, 
a little video presentation, schedule a call if you're interested. And then what that would allow me to do is all I have to then focus on is pointing people to that front page where they enter their information and the process is, is automated. So that anybody that schedules an appointment with me, they are seriously interested. I'm not ever having to turn up to that lady's house like Katie and give a 40, 50 minute presentation and five minutes in, I know they're not even interested. I don't have to trick anybody. I don't have to give them the old switch like it's an important thing I want to talk to you about. Actually, it's a business. They know what they're there for. They're serious. They've already seen some information. And my job is simple. One role, point people to the front of that funnel and let that show as many people as it can because it's open 24-7. Any country that, that, that speaks my language, it's able to present for me. It's always awake. It's always giving the same presentation. It never gets tired. And I can just focus on filling that funnel and letting the, the, the serious people come out the other end. So that, that's great that you're actually targeting the same people, basically. You, you know how you're like and, and you know how other fathers out there will be like as well. So that will be definitely one of your biggest tips, I'm assuming. So that's, credi so that's adds credibility. It adds credibility. You know, like as a father, I can speak of the father's language. So you've got to think even with your warm market, it's very confusing for them. And as it was for my audience, looking back now, my warm market, um, I mean, I use completely cold market now, but back then I was like, well, they see me as Richard, the fitness instructor. I had a fitness business. So when I suddenly come to them and I'm saying, hey, let's do a network marketing business, even though they had some belief in me and my credibility with them, they're like, well, this is not, this doesn't match. It's, it's like if you had a guy in the street saying, do you want to buy a watch? How about a lump of cheese? You know, you'd be like, well, these, these things just aren't related. So, you know, if they're not sure, then they walk away. So when you're specific and it's a group of people who you can relate to, they go, well, you're a father and this seems to be, you know, something you're passionate about. So I'm a father. So, so maybe this should be something I take a look at because we're the same in that respect. It's an important point that network marketing companies don't teach. They're just like everyone, anyone. If you chase everyone, you end up with no one. Everybody knows a person that goes for two rabbits gets neither. That's, that's, that's awesome. That's cool. Um, yeah. So, so how would you actually structure your 30 days? So you said that you go out there and, and, and basically get your best tool, which is getting a mm -hmm. funnel, but how do you actually structure your first 30 days? Do you have like a game plan? Like for the first five days you do something and the next five days you do something. I'd get the first day I'd get the funnel set up as quick as possible. And then the next 29 days I would just be trying to get as many people to that funnel as possible. I'd be leveraging social media. I'd be trying to find places where see the beauty of having a target market, which is what we call a specific group of people you're going to focus on is you can start to think like that group and think, well, where do they hang out online? Where about what Facebook groups are they in? What forums are they on? You know, what places are they hanging out online so I can enter myself into a conversation and look for ways to help? So we have like um, forum sites like say Quora. You have Facebook groups. There's going to be fathers in that group who are saying things along the line of, man, I just wish I had more time. Man, I just wish I had more money. I'm sick of this job. You know, they're going to be saying things like that. So I'm actually able to enter that conversation and say, you know, did you meet message the person? I saw your I saw your message in the group or I saw your message on Quora or the, the forum or whatever. Are you actually actively looking for a solution? Because I may have it. You know, I, I have a simple presentation you can take a look at. You know, would you like the link for it? 
And I can go in and prospect like that. And at the same time, I'm going to be putting content out there because I want to play the long game past the 30 days. So I'm going to be putting YouTube videos out there. Like a lot of my traffic now comes from me ranking YouTube videos from my podcast. So putting content out there, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to solve other problems that fathers have to increase my credibility so that when they see my sales funnel, if they Google my name and they go find other things, they're going to find what I want. Because the way the process works these days is the same way anybody buys anything. Think about when you buy something on Amazon. Most people have a last minute check on Google if it's an expensive purchase. You know, they're looking for a particular, I don't know, a car or whatever it is. Let's say they're buying something even bigger. When they walk out that showroom, they're probably going to go Google that car, review, faults, you know, repairs, insurance. They're going to do some research. So people do the same thing with us. You show them a company presentation, they go Google that company. You put your name behind it, they go Google your name. You're trying to tell somebody you can help them transform their life, and this is a big deal. They go Google you and they find nothing. That, for me, raises alarm bells. I'm like, well, if you're building this and you're not making any waves in the world, I'm not really sure if you're the one to partner with. Because what happens then is when someone Googles you or the company, if you haven't got a brand out there, if you haven't got content out there, then they're going to find someone else like me that does. So if we're going to fathers and any group that, that your audience is thinking of targeting, think about myself. I had 50 grand worth of debt. I was about to lose my home. I was absolutely sick and tired. My grandfather had just died. I'm still doing presentations. I was desperate. So if I go Google a company, which is exactly what I did, I'm looking for the best opportunity for me to change my life and put food on the table for my wife and daughter. So even if you're the person that shows me first, I'm really going to want to respect that, the order that you showed me. But then if I Google and go online and I see some, some gentleman or some lady offering bonuses, saying they're, you know, they've got a track record of success, they're giving out content, I'm, I'm probably going to go with that person simply because it's the difference between me paying a mortgage or being out on the street. And when push comes to shove, people will look after number one. So I'm putting that content out there. Every single day, I'm going to publish those 30 days. The first day is the funnel. And then every day for the 29 after, I'm publishing at least one piece of content out there so that when they go Google me, they're going to find, oh, this guy knows what he's talking about. I'm going to go prospect in places where that group hang out. And then I'm going to be having the presentations with the people that have scheduled in, in my diary and following up with them. That's, I'm just going to do rinse and repeat that. Eyes on the presentation and then conversions from people who've seen it. That, that's cool. So, um, in, so you, you would then do, let's say, daily publishing as well as set up your presentation of your own. And, yeah. and then from then on for the next 29 days, you would then constantly go out and publish as well as go out there and solve people's problems as well as um, inviting people to your funnel. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And there's one more thing that I would probably do. Um, I would release and I would, I would have an affiliate product that solves an existing problem for that same target market because network marketing is a very high resistance offer. So people aren't used to hearing this from a network marketing coach because obviously the companies are like, no, MLM, everything else is bad. It's like this own little environment. And because you're upline and the company, they want you to solely focus on that. The beauty of yeah. me not trying to recruit anybody is I'm trying to serve the, per the individual best. The company is going to survive with or without one individual, you or I. But will you survive without the correct tactics? So my training is always you-centric. I put the person first. So what you want to have is you want to have an affiliate offer 
that complements your network marketing business. So that when you, when people are going to that funnel and when they're, when they're conversing with you, whether that's online or however you're conversing with them, instead of it being yes or no, join my network marketing business, which is very high resistance. You're asking them to commit the rest of their working life to a business project with you. It's a big commitment. Yes or no, take it or leave it. Now, a lot of these people have got existing problems that you could solve with an affiliate product. You can make money from that, even though they've said no to your network marketing company. So for example, let's say I'm targeting fathers. I've got my network marketing company. That's one solution. A lot of people are still going to say no to that. So I may go out there and find a company that provides, I don't know, maybe it's a, a club that provides days out for single fathers. Or maybe it's some kind of travel company that gives discounts to families. Or it's a, it's a product, an information product that helps working dads save better with the finances, better for investing for their kids for the future, maybe something like that. So I'm going to partner with that company and I'm going to have that product in my back pocket. So when I'm speaking to someone on that presentation, I'm going to say, okay, so, so where are you at? You know, what are your goals? And if that person says, well, you know, I'm not really looking to start a business or something like that, but I would like to find a way I can save a bit more money or I would like to find a way I can do whatever. I say, well, listen, I'm, I partner with a company. This product has helped me because I'm a father. I've used it first. We've saved you know, $74 a week using their ebook. So would you like a copy of the ebook? And I can send you the link to that. And the difference with that is you are assisting them with a decision they've already made as opposed to trying to get them to do something new. Let's say for in health and wellness, you're, you're trying to target personal trainers. You want personal trainers as a rep. Now, the personal trainer may turn around and say, I don't get this network marketing thing. I don't want to have anything to do with that. I can get my supplements cheaper elsewhere. Okay, fair enough. How would you like an online booking system that allows you to give your, you know, your customers a link? They book themselves in. It automatically bills them if they try and cancel late. They rebook themselves. It sends you and them a reminder. You're going to get way more yeses to that product than to the MLM because they're already a personal trainer, they already have this problem of the diary, and now you can solve it. And what else happens is, because that person has now bought from you, and is trusting of you, and has got a relationship with you, an existing customer is three to five times more likely to buy again from you as opposed to a new customer. So there's more chance now you have that person of saying, you know what, now I know you, and you're legitimate, show me that vitamin thing again, or show me that business thing again. So you get paid from the nose, and then you can probably get the team member at the end anyway. Wow, that's actually a great tactic. It's, um, it's, mm. it's a great strategy to leverage affiliate programs um, elsewhere to, to actually get kick-started with your business in, in 30 days. I think that's, um, that's a great way. So You need upfront money. MLM is a residual model. Even yeah. if I went out there and sponsored 20 people in 30 days, you ain't going to make that much money. The money comes from when you have a team. You know, most, most, if you look at uh, network marketing, people will sell like a $500 worth of product and they probably get a 20 or $30 upfront bonus. That's not much. With an affiliate offer, you're looking at around about 40%. So that same, if it was say $400 and you get $20 as a network marketer, you know, $400 worth of product in, in network market, in, uh, in affiliate marketing, you're looking, you're looking at, you know, four times the amount. So it's, it's, a, it's a big deal. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. So definitely. So you would definitely start looking at um, pe people where you can actually grab those affiliate 
programs from? So where would you start? Like what kind of things would you have in the back of your pocket? What would you say that you focus on? So there's different places where you can find those kind of offers. So like, for example, there's people like me and other people, trainers like me who serve a market. So I have, I just released a product that teaches network marketers how to find and, and promote affiliate offers. So I offer, I allow people to be an affiliate for that. There are, there are other individuals out there who, you know, that people may follow and they like their products and they never even thought, well, actually I could offer this person's product to my audience. They never even realized the things that they're buying. If you actually go to back to that company's website, they probably have an affiliate, you know, um, sort of set up already for you to do that. And it's usually free to become an affiliate. So it isn't like it's going to cost anything extra at that hundred dollar budget. And then if you can't find something there, you can reach out to people. I bought your product. I really liked it. Um, would, would do I be able to be an affiliate for that? Or you've got things like ClickBank. You've got things like JVZoo. You know, these are places that offer other affiliate products. Um, what I would say though, is the first step is you, you want to buy it yourself first. You want to use it because otherwise it's tempting when the budget is low to say, oh, well, I'll, I'll just skip that step. It, look, it looks good enough. That's fine. But you lose credibility if you promote something and it ends up not being very good. But also, how much would someone listen to me if I gave them a review of a restaurant I'd never eaten at? You know, I'm telling you that BMW is the best car in the world, but I drive a Mercedes. I've never driven a BMW, let's say, for example. So someone goes, hang on a minute. You're telling me I should eat this meal at this restaurant, but you've never eaten there before. How, how do you know? So the best thing to do is to buy the product, something that's going to serve you, it's going to help you. And if you're targeting the same group of people, there's going to be the same benefit for them too, right? I'm a father. If I benefit from it, the fathers I'm talking to will benefit too. So I, I get a benefit and then I'm able with confidence and conviction to really speak my mind about that product and, and, and have some passion behind it. It allows me to do that and give them the either or scenario instead of a yes or a no. So there's always going to be more yeses. Wow, that's great. That's um, that definitely is a lot to do. Would you say that you'll be very busy in that thirty days? No, I mean I would be busy with the prospecting, but those first couple of things don't take long. You know, like I'd get the funnel set up within a couple of hours, probably less. I'd I'd, I'd get the affiliate offer straight in there straight away. Um, it only takes me a couple of days to generate a result with that. So now I've got a funnel, and at the back end of that funnel, I've got two different things I can offer. One of them is going to be for them. It's like when I speak to a network marketer, I know that every single network marketer on the planet is going to fall in one or two categories. Number one, they're happy in the company that they're in. They just want to learn how to build it better. So I offer them my training. Or number two, they're a network marketer and the reason they're not taking the action they want is because deep down they're not really committed to the company and they're actually thinking, man, if I'd have had the decision again, I'd join a new company. So I can talk to them about the network marketing company that I'm in. But there's no one that doesn't fall in that category wants to do better where they are or wants to go somewhere else. So I never leave money on the table and it means I don't have to pressure anybody. I can just listen to what they give me and then give them the correct solution that's right for them as opposed to right for me. Wow. That's, um, that's, that's a great tactic and, and definitely something that we all should implement and I should implement as well. Um, so I guess I've just come to the last question. So what would you tell people who are brand new to MOM and, and are starting out in the journey of learning about network marketing, learning about leveraging social media to market their MOM business. Yeah, great. So I would say straight away, you must build a brand. Like you've got to play the long game. 
Um, you know, when I looked around, one of the conversations that changed things for me when I was new, when I was on that transition of, okay, should I believe what everyone's telling me or should I go for my own thing? Um, is I had a guy, I had a conversation with a guy and he'd been in the company nine years and he, he was ringing me, Richard, you know, you've got to get in this deal. you got to put, you know, uplines do, right? We're on action. We've got a new incentive. We've got a new goal, all the rest of it. Let's get you in action. And I said, how long have you been in this company? And he was like, nine years. I was like, wow. He's like, yeah, and I'm one of the top ranks in the company. You'll see me on all the events and that. I'm like, okay, cool, well done. And I'm like, what are you doing this week? I'll run a blitz. I'm in this city Monday, this city Tuesday. When I'm at home, I've got three appointments, you know, morning, afternoon, evening appointments. I've got parties. I've got, right. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And do you have a family? He's like, yeah, I've got a family. And I was like, okay, so how long is this plan that you're talking about going to take me? This freedom plan. He's like, oh, it's a five-year plan. If you can sacrifice your relationships for five years, give it all you've got in five years, you can live like however the rest of you want for the rest of your life. Your team will just take over. So I said, the, I asked the question to him. I said, so, okay. I said, so you've been in the company nine years, which is nearly double the five. You're telling me that after five, I can do whatever the heck I want. I'll have all the freedom in the world. I said, but you are living my nightmare. You have a family that you never spend time with. I said, you're in a different city every single night, not for fun, for meetings. You've got three meetings a day every day when you get back home. You can't be spending time with your family. And you've got evening appointments like out on the road when you're at home. I said, you're a glorified sales rep. I said, you're a poorly paid sales rep. I said, you, you, you could earn more money going to a company that pays higher commissions and sell their product without all these pressures you've got on you. And he couldn't answer me. I said, so why, why, why should I take your five-year plan, which hasn't worked for you? And even if it works, I, would, I don't want to take your place. That's not success. There's more to success than money. It's the way you make the money. And that's what I would say to someone starting out. Don't just look at the financial goals that you've got. We've all got them because they're the life it's going to provide for us. What's more important is what is it going to take from you to earn that money? And what is it going to take for you to maintain it? Because the way you build it is the way you'll have to keep on maintaining it. That, that guy ended up becoming a coaching client of mine down the line because he'd worked himself into a position where if he didn't pick up the phone every day, his business just died had no duplication because no one wants to copy that. No one wants to copy what he's doing. So it didn't duplicate. So by building a brand and putting yourself in front of the company, it means that you never have to be in that situation. Like now I, I very rarely have to give a presentation. People sign up to my, to my network marketing company week in, week out, simply because of the value I've put into the marketplace and the brand that I've built. You know, I may have to answer a couple of questions, but they've kind of already made their mind up. My products, they all sell on, you know, on pretty much autopilot. You know, I, I, I earn good money without having to put in a lot of time. And that's because I dug the ditches early on. I didn't have to sacrifice my relationships. You know, I've, I've sponsored over 700 people. And if someone's followed me on social media whilst traveling around the world, I've been on leaderboards and, and qualified for incentives while I've not even been working the business. You know, there's, there's no need for this. It's this way or no way. You know, this guy was on the blitz. I was like, how many times do you blitz? He was like, we blitz for 90 days, three or four times a year. I was like, so you, you basically blitz for three months. You have a weekend off with your family and then you blitz for 90 days. You have a week. I was like, that's, that's no life. That's not freedom. That's not what this, I came into this for. And I'm certainly not going to sacrifice five years of my daughter's life. I'm not going to look up in five years and she's six years old and say, oh, but we've got a lot of money. That's not an exchange I'm willing to make. So 
thank you, but no thank you for your plan. What he should have told me to do is what I'm advising yourself and, and, and your, your, your listeners and your viewers to do is to put yourself first. Putting yourself first is putting your company first in a way because you're going to get better results for the company anyway. Build your own brand. Build your name. It's the only thing that you own. A company can close. It can change product. It can stop paying its reps. I've had all three of those things happen in my career through no control of my own. We don't own anything other than our own actions. And the company can boot us out, can do what it wants. They can do some, make a mistake in their personal life, which affects the business. So build your name, build your brand, get that funnel in place, have affiliate offers so you can make more money and help more people. And off the back of that, you're going to build your network marketing business better, but with a whole much more desirable way and a lot less pressure. And people will actually duplicate more because they see the way you live your life and they go, well, I want to do it that way as opposed to what the company's telling me. So you end up actually building a bigger, stronger team. Wow. That's, um, that, that's great. It's, um, it, it, it's creating more of that value ladder and, 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 and getting people really interested in you and branding you is, is I guess the most important thing that people can mm. do for, for, for yourself and for others as well. So, um, that was awesome. So th thank you so much for all of that value. And, and, and yeah, it's, um, it's definitely so good to have someone who was completely made it and, and telling us what to do. And it's, it's, it's so good to, um, Oh, you never make it. That's very kind of you to say. <laughs> Trust me though. When, when you hit a goal, you want another goal, another goal, another goal. It's either in you or it's not. And, um, I'm very grateful for where I'm at for now for definite, but, you know, the, the bigger your results, the bigger your vision grows. So it's, it's, it's like, it's, I treat this thing as a game. It's an exciting game. And most days I win, some days I lose, but when I lose, it's not a loss, it's a lesson. And I just take that, put it in my business, adjust and grow. And if you can have that mentality, even when you're under immense pressure, um, you can maintain growth and at least have a bit of a smile on your face while you're doing it because your goals will always move. You know, you've got to enjoy the journey that you're on. It's okay to be ambitious, but you've also got to be grateful for where you are right now as well, because 15,000 people didn't wake up today and we did. That is, that is so true. And, and for, for you, I guess, in terms of mindset for entrepreneurship is that it, it, when you succeed, it's 80% mindset and 20% skill set. And mm -hmm. what, are, what are some of the practices that you do to train your mindset to kind of stay focused and stay persistent? I'm a great believer in we are what we do. So I think your body follows your mind, your mind follows your body. So it's like chicken or the egg. So I found myself, I can be quite a deep thinker. And if I get into that evaluation process too much, I can take myself somewhere where I shouldn't really be. So what I found is if I can actually sit down when I've got a good, good way of thinking, I'm clear, I'm level-headed, I sit down, I've set my goals. I have always have goals 12 months in advance, broken down into weekly and daily targets. So I, I have that in front of me. I have my goals. I have exactly what I need to do. I have the actions that are going to accomplish that. I've got the goal. This is the plan I believe is going to get it. And this is the actions that are going to require. So now all, I, all my job is, as an entrepreneur, is to focus on those actions and gain feedback from those actions. So every single weekend, I have a meeting with myself. I'll review what worked, what didn't work. I'll lose some things. I'll adjust some things and I'll keep on progressing. So because I've got actions that I'm focused on, and I believe those actions are going to work for me, it can help keep me in a more, much more positive place. And I also have a morning and evening routine um, where I, you know, I, I kind of work on my mindset, affirmations, that kind of thing. 
Um, and it's just basically surrounding yourself in the environment to succeed and taking the actions that are required. I don't follow hardly anybody on social media. Everything on my social media, I don't have any social media on my phone. Um, you know, I'm on there for 60 minutes a day and then I'm done. And that's for working and answering questions and helping people. You know, everything that I do is to keep my brain healthy, surround myself with people more successful than me who are on the same journey as me, and then focus on the actions that I said were the right ones. So not allowing myself to be distracted by anything else. And there's a quote that I really like, and that's, um, character is what you think of you and reputation is what others think of you. Now, unfortunately, most people in the world are focused on reputation. They're doing things for the people. What will it look like? What will they say? I've trained myself to focus on character because if you focus on character and what you think of you, then the reputation takes care of itself and the right people will agree with you and the wrong people will disagree with you. And that's just fine with me. I, I really don't care. You never should look for the approval or, or the, the, you know, I don't require the approval of anybody else. There's myself, there's my wife, there's my daughter. Anybody else is welcome to follow what I do. If you don't agree with me, I'm not going to argue over it. I'm just going to go delete, you know, because life is precious. We got like 70 years, 75 years on this planet. I'm 38 into mine already. Why on earth would I take my time and my energy in the only 24 hours I've got and start arguing with people or start getting dragged into what will they think or what will they do? Who cares? You know, are you healthy? Are you happy? Are the people you care about healthy and happy too? That's the focus. At the end of the day, you know, when you're 70, 80, 90, whatever we live to, you're not going to care if you sit there in your retirement home and say, wow, I remember the year 2020. I got 400 likes on a post. Or, you know, I remember 2021 where I had that argument with that random person, but I got the upper hand. I mean, come on, let's get serious. Life's getting crazy. We need to start focusing on what's really important. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And um, what would you, what would you, um, so your strategy towards people who, let's say if, if you start publishing and people are posting negative comments and stuff like that, would you, would you just kind of ignore? Delete block. What's for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I just, what is the point? Because when someone, every now and again, someone, there's a differentiation. Someone may have a legitimate question. It's, it's like we all experience this. Isn't that a pyramid scheme, right? We all experience that. Some people are asking, looking for an answer. They're like, oh, is, is that a pyramid scheme? You know, because they see the shape of a pyramid. A lot of companies, it's their own fault. They draw out the compensation plan in the shape of a pyramid, which it isn't, you know, but, but people go, Oh, isn't it a pyramid, right? So if someone's asking me legitimately that question, I, I, I'm, I always say, are you, are, you, are you interested? Or are you, is that just a polite way to say no or try and give me a bit of a, a dick? Like, which is it? And if they're like, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm genuinely interested. That's different. But if someone's like, oh, is that one of those pyramid scheme things? What, why would I want to converse with that person? Because their mind is fixed and closed. It's fixed and closed. We, we can all see this, a story, a piece of news, and we each will take, like watching a movie. If a if hundred of us sat down and watched a movie together and then reviewed the movie, we'd all give very different reviews. We'd all, the different parts that related to us more or we happened to be paying more attention at that time, those are the pieces we'd pick out. But it's the same movie. So the movie didn't change. Our perception of that movie is the only difference. So if someone's coming to my content, and my content isn't offensive, it isn't putting people down, it's, I'm, I'm helping people do better in their life. So if someone's going to come and be offensive about that, what it, what it is, is a reflection of them and not me. 
what it is is it's something that I said is something they wish they had or they lack. So I'm not there to provide therapy to people, and I'm not there to try and to try and prize open a closed mind. I'd rather focus on reaching the open-minded people that are like, I really wish someone would help me, and say, I'll help you. You know, if, if you want to bring the effort, I'll bring the tactics that work. I've got a track record of success, million and a half dollars worth of sales in other network marketers like you, they're succeeding. So here's the help. Every time I get into an argument with a negative person, I'm sacrificing the one that actually wants my help. It's, it's like a doctor treating people who have nothing wrong with them, but just want to be in there because they pay their taxes and, you know, you should give me some of your time. You know, I pay my tax. I want my 30 minute appointment in this. And, you know, every time a doctor would say yes to that person, someone else is experiencing genuine pain who can't get in the diary. So why would I take my time and start to sink my energy and effort and get negative arguing with somebody that's already made their mind up, isn't going to open their mind and I'm sacrificing somebody else. I tried it one time on Facebook three, four, five years ago. There was an advert out there that was a, it was a free webinar and there wasn't even anything for sale in the webinar. I just, I had the budget. I wanted to put more value into the marketplace. So I put a free webinar out there. There wasn't even anything for sale in it. Not that there's anything wrong with that. People got to eat, right? But I put it out there. And this guy put this comment in there. Oh yeah, how much is the product, right? And I was like, actually, no, there's nothing for sale. Oh, well, yeah, but I, you know, I, be, I bet you try and push people towards the products in the web. And I was like, no, it's just a free training. Oh, well, network marketing isn't even a real thing. And every single answer that I gave him that was a fact, he just kept changing the, the angle, change. And I, and I thought, looking at the thread, I thought, this guy has no interest in actually opening his mind. He's just decided that, this is wrong. He doesn't believe in it. And he's probably a failed network marketer or someone sat at home wishing he had the bottle to start the business, but never did it. So now anybody else that starts a business is going to kick them out. Tony Robbins said, there's only two ways to have the tallest building in town, build the tallest building in town or knock everybody else's down. Most people, negative people, they're just trying to knock everybody else's building down so they can feel happy about their piddly one that they couldn't be bothered to build taller don't put time and effort into those people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, um, that's definitely something that I know that many people actually do experience is that mm. when, when they see those negative comments and all of a sudden they, they feel like, okay, well, I can't do this anymore because I'm getting way too many negative comments. Oh, don't let somebody's <laughs> small thinking exactly. make you play a smaller game than what you're capable exactly. of because that's what they want. They're trying yeah. to knock you down. So you quit and then they turn around and say, told you it wouldn't work. It's mainly the people closest. I had the worst. The only time I, I very rarely get negative comments online because I think I, I, people can tell I'm passionate. I'm trying so hard to help people. They see I'm genuine. I'm a family man. I'm not out there with bikini women and sports car. That just doesn't interest me, you know? So I'm, I've been with my wife since we were 16 years old. You know, I've got my, my, my daughter. Wow. We live a very simple life. So I think people can relate to that and those values. So the most negativity I experienced was the people that I know. When are you going to quit that silly thing? This will never work. That's a ripoff. That's a pyramid scheme. You're embarrassing yourself. And I was like, wow, so much hostility for me trying to better myself. And I realized that the people who were the most hostile were the unhappiest people that I knew. They were the ones that were like stuck in a rut. They always said they were, I call them going to do. So they were going to do this. They were going to do that. And they never did. So they're angry at themselves and they take it out on you because you actually took that step and said, well, you know what? It may be hard. It may not be the easiest route, 
but I'm going to, I'm going to bring my effort to the table. Just having the, just having the, uh, like the ability, the chance, the teeniest chance of having a better life, just having the ability to say, I'm looking forward to something in the future. That is more than most of the population has. They get up, they do the same routine, they go to bed, they're gonna, they're gonna lose weight, they're gonna set a target, they're gonna start a business, they're gonna be better in their relationships and they never do any of them. So when they see you and I, or anybody in this industry, actually taking a step and going for it, like it, it scares them because especially if they know you, I experienced this with my mother. My mother used to smoke, which I hated. She used to smoke and all of her friends used to come around and they'd all smoke their own brand of cigarettes. They never shared, they would, I would observe them, they'd all smoke their own cigarettes. And you know, the only time they would offer a cigarette out was when one of them said they were gonna quit. I haven't got any cigarettes, I'm, I'm, I'm done, I'm quitting. Oh, just have one more, have one of mine. You haven't tried my brand. And I thought, that's really curious. Why are they not supporting this person? And I was like, it's because as I got older and realized, in that group, they see themselves as equals. So when you see somebody getting success, you know, like, you know, you see someone, a celebrity, you go, oh, well, that's different to me. I'm not like them. So I can excuse away my lack of action and my lack of success because they must have a special circumstance, right? But when it's someone in your own circle, well, if they quit smoking and I'm like them, that now means that I'm choosing to do this stupid habit as opposed to be a victim of, oh, it's addictive and I can't quit. Like, look, everybody else is addicted just like me. So this is what happens. We go out and start a network marketing business. They see themselves like us on a level playing field. So if we're willing to do something about our situation, they're now choosing to stay in their dead end job or their unhappy life. It's not, they're not, there's not a consequence. It's a choice. And that's very scary and painful for people to, to, to accept. So they fight for that excuse venomously, which is why we get the negativity. It's not something we can go about. So we just delete, we ignore, we find the people that are on the same journey. That is so true. And um, that, that was actually absolutely great because there's people out there who really would love to hear all about that. So Thank you so much for all your golden nuggets. That was, that was amazing. And I've taken a lot out of it as well. And I'm sure that our audience did as well. So thank you so much for your time. And, um, and thank you for, to be on my show. So Anytime. I just hope even if one person gets value, it helps them stay in the game long enough, then um, that's our job done. It's time well spent for sure. So I appreciate you having on me. I hope your audience gained something from me and, if any of them have any additional questions, I'm easy to find online. They're welcome to reach out and I'm always happy to help. I take an hour out of my day every day to get back to people. So it can sometimes take me a couple of days, but I always get back. I think it's important to remember where you came from and help as many people as you can. That's amazing. So how do people um, who are trying to reach out to you and who are trying to find your products, where do, you, do they go to find you? And probably the easiest place is my website, which is my name, um, richardmatharu.com. Or if they type my name in on Facebook, um, I'll pop up on there as well. It's a good thing about having a complicated name. It's like, you know, sometimes people can't spell it, but when they do, it's like, oh, I found the guy very easily, you know? Yeah, 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 definitely. I definitely can resonate with that. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, thank you so much. And thank you for taking your time. Hey, thank you for listening to ML Movement Radio. If you liked our content, please rate and subscribe and you'll mean the world to me. If you like more information on this method that I'm raving about, please go to mlmovement.com to grab a copy of my free ebook called The Secret ML Playbook. Catch you guys later.